Welcome back, listeners, champions of SEL, whatever you may call yourselves. Uh, I'm back with Tom. Hey, Michael. Hey. And last time we spoke about kindness and the value that it has in just human lives. So to uh, branch out from that, we're actually going to be talking a lot about gratitude today, mm-hmm. which I feel is very deeply connected to kindness and is... Um, something that kindness is really a prerequisite for. But I brought Tom in today because I really want to hear what the research has to say about gratitude because we always love when we can show how important something is in numbers because just that's just where we are. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Michael. It was a joy to be with you. I agree with you. Gratitude is a, a piece of kindness. It's a byproduct of love. And uh, it's it's an, an action. It's a love action. So uh, I've been looking at gratitude and and the research, and particularly the the neuroscience around it. I love the work of Dr. Andrew Newberg, neuroscientist at Jefferson University Hospital, right now. And so here's what he's offering us in terms of the scientific research: practicing gratitude, being grateful, saying thank you for only a few minutes a day, only a few minutes a day enhances my confidence. I become a more confident human being. When I focus on thank you, when I focus on appreciation, when I focus on gratitude, my mood elevates and enhances my feelings of love and compassion. Uh, It strengthens my moral decision-making. So think about that for a minute. When I am grateful, when I acknowledge, when I appreciate, when I say thankful, my moral decision-making decisions lead to my actions in life. I am a more, a a better human being. Um, I am more moral and ethical. I, it also strengthens my social responsibility. So here we are as educators speaking, what do I want for my children? I want to be good citizens. Yes. Yeah. Not just knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of knowledgeable people who do terrible (laughs) things. Yeah. I want knowledgeable, socially, emotionally intelligent human beings, socially responsible servants and contributors to this world. When I am grateful, when I focus on what I'm thankful for, I become more socially responsible. I, when I'm practicing gratitude, I'm healthier physically. I am happier. I'm a happier human being. I am more effective and I'm more resilient. And, that, and that's, that's a big piece in our schools today. So the ability to bounce back. I'm going to make mistakes. That's part of being a human being. But when I'm thankful, when I focus on gratitude, I bounce back easier. So I'm offering lots of different homework to our graduate students today around gratitude. Um, the, one of the last classes I taught, I think, was in character education. And I asked people to do a a variety of of gratitude homework assignments. One, to keep a gratitude journal for the entire semester of the course. And people wrote back to me, some showing me the detail of the journal, some simply showing me that they did it. They have that right to that privacy. But every single person who who did that gratitude journal for an entire eight-week semester said they felt better, happier, mood elevated. They felt healthier. They liked themselves more 
and they felt more connected to their family. That's pretty wonderful stuff. Yeah. And it's it's interesting that it can have such uh, an impactful uh, feeling on someone in such a short amount of time. Like when you think, uh, in you know, practicing this for a few minutes a day. Right. So... It, Right. Like w- what else can give you that type of benefit in such a short amount of time for our instant gratification people out there? This is a, one, this is a wonderful thing to, to focus on. That's a superb point, Mike. Thanks. Cause we're in this instant gratification uh, culture. So, so eight week journal, how about even shorter? How about simply focusing on three things you're grateful for at the end of the night, you look back over the course of the day you do some breathing, you do some relaxation, some, some gentle mindfulness, and you focus on people you're grateful for, you focus on things you're grateful for. Um, asking many people in my graduate course did that with their students. And the students reported that not only were they happier, their parents were happier. Can you imagine the impact of a homework assignment on a family? where students express their gratitude to mom, dad, or their caretakers, dinner time changes. <laughs> dinner time changes. We're not putting out fires anymore. Now we're really focusing on how grateful we are with each other. And we can't take that for granted. It's really, really important. And then looking back at gratitude for our peers. When's the last time you were in a staff meeting and people spent five minutes just publicly acknowledging how thankful they were for each other. I'm probably a poor example for that because our principal does do a really good job of that. Yes, he's a wonderful <laughs> man. He is a wonderful man. So I, I, I might, I don't know if I'm the exception or the rule. Well, but... uh, you are certainly not the rule, and I hope you're not the exception. The last time I saw it done on a grand scale, I was asked to be keynote speaker in a school district in Bucks County. This is at least ten years ago, maybe more. And I walked into the auditorium probably about four or 5,000 people. And there were these great large planters of roses. And I thought, wow, that's really nice. What a beautiful preparation for the first day back to school for all the staff. What a lovely acknowledgement. Then before the superintendent introduced me, he said, I just want to spend a couple of, a few minutes with the staff. I said, great, this is, it's your, it's your, it's your school district, please. And he, he held up a rose and he acknowledged by name one particular person in the staff that he was very grateful and thankful for either what they had done for him or what they had done for children. And he asked them to come up and he gave them the rose and he said, now, is there anybody you'd like to thank? And then it just went on and on and on. Person after person, either standing up to take a rose or just standing up and acknowledging someone else by name and telling the story of what they had done for them. So what he thought was going to be five minutes was 35 minutes. And it's the best start to any school year I've ever had had to participate in. It was lovely. Everybody benefited. I saw a person that was there. This is over 10 years ago. I saw a person this year and they said, Tom, do you remember when? And so 10 plus years later, they don't forget. That's the power of gratitude. It transforms us physiologically. It transforms us psychologically. We become healthier human beings. The other piece around gratitude, this is really important for people like me. I don't know if you can relate. 
Gratitude helps us ask for help. So when I was growing up as a kid, my last name is Stecker. That's a German name. My culture, my family, my background, we were taught to work hard. So to this day, work ethic, hard work, perseverance are some of my highest and strongest values. I never learned, nor did I have any great role models for asking for help. So I didn't learn to ask for help until I was in my 20s. And only in my 50s and 60s, when I've gotten older, when I've not been as strong anymore, last summer when my, when my back gave out and I was on the floor for about three to six weeks, I had to ask for help every day. And some days I was either in so much pain and or my psychology was being challenged so much that sometimes I'd ask for help and have tears in my eyes because I was taught I could do it by myself. That's not true. None of us can do it by ourselves, no matter what the it is. So asking for help came, was an outgrowth of gratitude. And I, I am so thankful for everyone, all my friends like you, all the physical therapists I've worked with, all the doctors I've worked with, to be able to sit here and do this podcast with you today. Nine months ago, I couldn't sit. So gratitude has brought me to this place and, and I'm very, very, very thankful. On the school end of things, we know, and again, this is from Dr. Newberg's research. Academics improve when we express gratitude. Stress goes down when we express gratitude. Relationships, as you can imagine, improve. People's, people light up when you say thankful to them. Risk behaviors decline. Think about that for our children. We can teach our children to express gratitude and be grateful. Risk behaviors decline. Spiritual resiliency grows. Another word for faith. Our faith in something greater than us grows when we're grateful. So it strengthens love and empathy in our brain. It also releases oxytocin, just like kindness does. So gratitude is powerful, my friend. Absolutely. And I'll probably sound like a broken record, but um, I want to make this real. All right. Yeah, and yeah. I think, again, I can't express how much language is important in this. So to use an example of when you see someone, you say, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. If you take that at face value, mm -hmm. that's a very deep question. There's, there's a lot that's mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But we don't use that phrase the way it's originally intended. Mm -hmm. It's it's basically hello. Mm -hmm. So to make gratitude real, think about someone passes me a fork. I say, thank you. Mm -hmm. You could dig down and say like, that's gratitude, but like, I don't, I don't think that's it. Mm. I don't think that, that, that everyday language that we use, like, Oh, you know, you know, thank you for like, um, you know, Thank you. You're welcome. Just that language. I don't think it's as meaningful as it could be. So when you talk about expressing gratitude, are you saying things like that? Because I see that as politeness, okay. not gratitude. So I just want I just want people to get a real concrete idea of what gratitude can look well, like. I, I really appreciate what you're saying right now, and that's of gratitude, by the way. 
I cool. really appreciate yes. what you're saying right now. <laughs> so one, you you helped me pause. You helped me be mindful. You helped me move away from the everyday. Because we are so tremendously caught up with the everyday that I think we're, we're suffering. So to take a breath, to be mindful, to express a sincere appreciation. Michael, I'm glad you came to my home today. I'm glad you brought me into this world of technology and podcasts. I appreciate, appreciate so much that you're helping me be comfortable sharing through a medium and a vehicle via your expertise that I could not have done before, would not have done before, and did not do before. What we're doing today, and I hope others benefit, is only possible because of your kindness. So did you notice? Now, I was very sincere. I'm making eye contact. I'm pausing. I'm being deliberate. All part, I believe, of expressing gratitude. Gratitude's not hit and run. No, and I'm starting. So if I if I was to define it in a sentence, just because I like things in ahead, little yeah. boxes sometimes, um, I would say that true gratitude is being able to show someone the impact they've had on your life. Beautiful, beautiful. And if people could run with that, I think it would be a good framework for them being able to express gratitude in a meaningful way. That is outstanding, and and you bring me to another place. If we ever want to really raise up a child, raise up their self-esteem, raise up their value, express to that child the difference they've made in your life as the adult educator. That's a powerful sign of gratitude. Here's another even more powerful. Express to that child in the presence of their parents the difference they've made in your life. That's huge. That's wonderful. That's huge. All right. So now that we know what it is, this is this is um, starting to become a thing with me. <laughs> if people are interested, what do they want to read? Okay. And what are you challenging okay. them to do this week? So uh, a couple different things. One, I would absolutely go to Dr. Brene Brown and any of her books. Um, Braving the Wilderness is her newest book. I strongly recommend that. Um any of her books would be superb. To quote Brene Brown, the key to joy is practicing gratitude. Practicing gratitude. Again, it's a social emotional learning skill. Everything's about practice. That's how we gain mastery. Um, I would also recommend The Book of Joy by um, Desmond Tutu and Dalai Lama. Um, Piero Ferrucci, his book on gratitude. Um, and then I'd, I'd recommend some homework again, keeping a gratitude journal for an extended period of time, uh, writing down some gratitude notes at the end of the evening, uh, expressing gratitude to loved ones or, or past mentors. Um, I, I would, I would look at the benefits of gratitude 
It promotes your energy. It promotes your self-esteem. Uh, it helps us cope with stress and trauma. Uh, it encourages positive behavior, positivity and moral behavior. It builds more connection, builds more social bonds. Um, and it dimin diminishes all negativity. So again, gratitude helps enhance the positives in our life. Wonderful. Well, Tom, thank you again for taking the time to talk with us about this. Gratitude a is a real thing. Very real. There's science behind it, yep. and it's important. We see it every single day. Thank if you, Michael. Of course, anytime. If you want to talk about this more with us, please reach out. Otherwise, you've got your reading, you've got your homework. Let us know what you think, and we will see you next time.